selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Hey everybody, this is Sophie, and welcome to the Big Boo Cast, episode 69. In our first episode of 2017, Melanie and I talk about all kinds of things, like our really exciting New Year's Eves, Mariah Carey's new reality show, because it is really something, talk about a movie that we loved a whole bunch this past Christmas, and what we're really into on television right now. We also, of course, talk about our kitchens, why wouldn't we? So thanks a bunch for being here. We're always so grateful that you join us, and we hope you have a really happy 2017. Here's episode 69. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm so tired. I had to stop after you said, hi, it's Boo Mama. I had to stop and think, who am I? What is my name? (laughs) What am I I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say next? Well, sometimes it's the little things that trip you up. Oh, good night. Like your name. Like your name. For sure. So you've got, you have, you have a sick house. We have had a sick house. Golly. We've had, um, which it's so funny because I don't think I've told you this because I don't think we've really talked. We've just texted. Um, Perry got sick Tuesday after Christmas. Um, he came, I knew because he was at the ranch and he was like, he texted and said, I think I'm coming home. I don't feel good. I'm not going to hunt. And so that is essentially like, he probably needs to go to the hospital, you know, like if he's that sick, that's like, okay, well, something's seriously wrong. And so he came home and sure enough that night had fevers, chills, aches, like the whole deal. And so, but was never really congested, kind of had a cough. And so I was like, so I kept telling him, I was like, you've got the flu because that's to me what that would be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so he was sick 
really yesterday was the first day that he felt semi-normal, like New Year's Eve, which we can talk about later, but we went over to Gully's house, but he stayed home. Like he still did not feel good. Mm. And so, I mean, and has slept and taken naps and like missed uh, like three different hang trips. He was supposed to go on. I mean, the whole deal. So like terrible, but I thought Caroline and I had dodged it. And then she started running a fever yesterday. And so now she's full and the throw of it. And so, so far I have dodged it. So we'll see how good my immune system is. Fingers crossed. I know. Well, but apparently now we've found out we don't think it is the flu because our friends, the Joffies that we do church with, he texted me, I guess it was New Year's Eve. And he said, hey, I've been meaning to text. He said, how are y'all feeling? And I said, oh. well, <laughs> I said, Perry's sick. And he was like, we all came down with something, fevers, aches, chills, their whole family of four. Actually, I think their little boy didn't get it, but everybody else has it. And he said, we got it Tuesday. And so we've determined that somebody came sick to our Christmas Eve service. Oh, bless them. And we knew, I can pinpoint who it was, and I can say because it's somebody who would never listen to this podcast, but somebody was coughing up a lung. So I know exactly who it was. Oh. Oh. (laughs) It gave it to all of us. And so apparently we have now infected about 30% of our attendees of our Christmas Eve service. So Merry Christmas to y'all. You're welcome. (laughs) We gave you a virus. We gave you a virus. But apparently all that to say that they had all gone to the doctor thinking it was the flu and they were going to go get Tamiflu and it tested negative for the flu. The doctors just said it's a highly contagious virus that's going around with fevers and aches and a little bit of congestion and a cough. So it's not the flu. Wow. Yeah, I know. But it's still, I mean, you think Tuesday, so it's still like a six day deal. So I feel like all we've done is like, we've just been, I've just been here. We've just been sick. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but I haven't been sick. So I'm semi star crazy because um, we just haven't been able to go and do and do our normal stuff. Well, I hope you don't get it. I I really hope I don't get it. At this point, if I were going to get it, I'd just assume like, I'm like, just let me go ahead and get it right this minute if I'm going to get it. Because I don't want like Caroline to get better and then me to get it. I would just assume us both. It would be much more convenient if we could just lay around sick at the same time. Yes. Be miserable together. Yes. So anyway, so we'll see. But maybe my immune system is good. And I've been drinking some some fruit smoothies to try to boost it. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I have no doubt that you've got some vitamin C. Yeah. Pumping at your house. Not a doubt in my mind. I bought some coconut water. I've got some (laughs) vitamin C smoothies. I think it's so funny how when stuff like that happens, we immediately, we all become very homeopathic. Like, like, we're all just a step away from writing a book about home remedies. Well, it was funny because when Perry got sick, I was like, oh, I said, you know, what's really good for you. I said, is bone broth. I said, I have bone broth. And he was like, okay. And so he was like, what is bone broth? And so I looked at it. But the thing was, is that it expired like three years ago because it was bone broth that I had bought the last time we had some sort of cold because who wants to eat bone broth on a normal event? Never. So Anyway, so that's it. So we've been a little under the weather. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but happy New Year. Happy, happy 2017. Happy t- yes, ma'am. Here we are. Yeah, see, I went to Gully's New Year's Eve. 
We went to Gully's. My friend Jamie and her family came in from Dallas. We were all going to go to the ranch on Sunday for New Year's Day. But that, so I texted and I said, full disclosure, Perry's sick. I waited until he kept saying, well, it's only Thursday. I'm going to feel better by Saturday. And I was like, I really don't think you are. And so, but they decided to go ahead and come anyway, even though we didn't, we, the for, the ranch did not happen. So we came and we, I mean, really just low key. I mean, picked up fajitas and the kids all played. Gully's got a huge backyard, so that's nice. So the kids all played spike ball and, you know, football and all that stuff. Ping pong and ran around. And then the grown-ups just sat around and talked and watched football. And that was pretty much it. Well, that sounds delightful. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good low-key. I mean, listen, I like a I like a no-makeup sweatpant option for New Year's. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm, for sure. So, I know. So what'd y'all do? We did not do one thing. We went to some, went to dinner at some friend's house the night before New Year's Eve. And then I actually had a, a, a moment where I thought, you know what? We need to have some people over um, oh. New Year's Eve. But I had, alas, I had waited too late to try okay. to, you know. So we were really in our pajamas like by four. Uh, and um, nice. mm-hmm, it was delightful. And I made chicken and dumplings and... Mm-hmm. Pimento cheese cornbread, and um, and we just stayed right here and okay. watched some football. I need to know about pimento cheese cornbread. I saw that you posted that somewhere, and I was like, that sounds delicious. It's I don't know those, about that. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, well, why did that take so long? Like, why did it take us so long to figure out that pimento and cheese would, in yeah. fact, be a delicious combination? In, in, in cornbread. cornbread. It makes total Absolutely. sense. Yeah, because I made cornbread yesterday, but it was not pimento cheese cornbread, so I kind of felt cheated. I felt like I cheated my own self. You did cheat your own self, I'm here mm-hmm. to tell you. And I used, the recipe called for a cup, I think, of pimento cheese mm-hmm. in the, and with the jalapenos in the cornbread. And if I had to do it over, I'd just put that whole tub in there. Okay, so you bought your pimento cheese that oh, you didn't yeah. make. Home. Oh, okay. no, nah. because that okay. palmetto pimento cheese, do y'all have mm-hmm. that in Texas? Y'all get that, don't you? Yeah, I think so. It's somebody, I think like, so. it's a recipe from South Carolina or somewhere. Anyway, um, it is the best. And I saw my friend Mary Jo in the grocery store. I guess it was New Year's Eve. And she said, I don't make it anymore. She said, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's no need to make it when it's this good. Oh, okay. So, okay. I'll put a link to it. Okay, put a link because I don't know that we have that. It's at Costco here. Like, you can buy it in big tubs. Okay, see, I don't go to Costco. I don't go to Costco because our Costco's far. And, you know, (laughs) well, I don't go go either. Our Costco's far too, to me. But David works near our Costco. So I send Costco lists (laughs) with him. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's a good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know that we get, and I've never tried. Now, I will say um, HEB has a like a homemade pimento cheese that you can get there that's pretty good. So maybe. Maybe I wonder if that would, that might work. I've never sure. tried. Well, actually I have tried it. It's, it's, it's pretty good, but I buy it more as like, it's almost too thick to make a sandwich out of. Yes. And a pimento cheese sandwich reminds me, so like a pimento cheese on white bread sandwich is so something I would eat at my nanny's house growing mm-hmm. up, you know? Yes, ma'am. Uh, and so, but maybe I need to try that. That sounds kind of good. You know, I love to grill a pimento cheese sandwich. Mm, now that sounds good. Cause then it's all warm and toasty. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that sounds. Let, let's let us speak of more things we can do with cheese. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> there, the, really, the possibilities are endless with cheese. Let that be our 2017 emphasis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More cheese. More, more cheese. cheese. That's going to be. Yeah, that's one of my 
one of my uh, goals, more cheese. Well, we did. We we were here the whole time, and um, I can't remember. I can't remember what drew me in this direction because I, I had watched football pretty much on and off all day. But at some point, I like there are about five channels that I'll visit with with some regularity to see what's going on. Like I'll you know I'll mm-hmm. HGTV, Food Network, yeah, Bravo, um. ESPN, SEC Network, and then okay. on New Year's Eve, I thought, I'm going to see if anything's on E. Because, you know, sometimes oh. I'll have, like, a marathon. And yeah. so what I did not realize was that E was showing Mariah Carey's new show, and it immediately became, like, I would say within the first <laughs> 60 seconds, it became something where I was like, I couldn't even make a mental list fast enough of all the things I wanted to talk to you about, like, in terms of that show. It it was, it was an onslaught, really, of information about Mariah Carey's life, or at least the life that she's showing us on her reality show. It was too much. It was too much to take in. I'll tell you okay, that. Okay, so so what is Mariah Carey? I mean, she's not somebody, I realize we just all saw her New Year's Eve, which sure. I did go YouTube the clip, by the way. I yes. did not see it, actually, but I, there was so much buzz about it, I felt like I had uh-huh. to see it. Uh-huh. Y'all uh-huh. help me down these stairs, which uh-huh. is... <laughs> Yes, it was so bad. It, it was, was. Oh, listen. It, so it, bad. Uh, and here's my. Now she's coming out saying that she was sabotaged. And I'm like, no. I think your <laughs> monitor just didn't work. I mean, just it is what it is, right? Well, the sound guy said in the New York Times that everything worked great on his end. <laughs> I do feel for her because I really did have flashbacks to us at the Alamo Dome. Like that moment of being frozen and this is yeah. really going to happen. But how do I, how do I, how do I get out of it or make it yeah. stop? I did not prepare for this moment, but I'm who <laughs> was prepared. Those backup dancers were on it. They never skipped a beat. So <laughs> they could clearly hear what was going on. No. And the worst of it to me was that on the backup track, the high notes were on it. So there was nothing, 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 nothing. And then you hear like her squealing like a bird. Yeah. And then then nothing, nothing. It was, I couldn't, I I couldn't turn away. It was, I I couldn't process what I was seeing. It was something else. Well, and here's the thing too, is if that's going to happen to you, if that were to happen to me in my life, let's just, Pray to God in heaven that I'm not wearing a flesh-colored bodysuit at the time. Yes. I mean, that outfit, too. I'm like, you're already so vulnerable, and then you've got that on. And I just, it was just so much. Well, when it started, I will say, it started in with her singing Old Anxiety, like a solo, and there were some feathers around her, but it had a little bit of a feel to me. Like the feather thing wasn't entirely coordinated, and there was this there was this <laughs> Maya Rudolph character she used to do on Saturday Night Live named Charlie, and she was like this old cabaret singer, and she would always go, "Here comes Charlie," you know, like she she was just sort of halfway into it, but she had done it so many times, and I immediately thought of Charlie when I saw the feathers because it was kind of like you know, like if I decided I was going to sing. And I said, hey, Melanie, why don't you get on one side of me and wave some feathers? Yes, yes. You know, it lacked a certain, uh, it was not an elevated execution, really, of feathers. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it just, I don't know. It's like, 
I, it's like that nobody really planned that ahead. I feel like I feel like she didn't show up for rehearsals. Um, well, what I love about the reality show, what got me so tickled was, first of all, she does all her like talking head things, you know, where she's talking to the camera. Yeah. On a chase lounge. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the reality show. Yes. <laughs> In a bodysuit most of the time. Like sometimes oh. it's a flesh colored bodysuit. Sometimes it's like a lace up bodysuit. Sometimes she's got on her fishnet hose. Sometimes she's just got... But she she apparently is a devoted fan of a bodysuit, of a leotard kind of situation. And you've got to think, I mean, that just for sheer comfort, I mean, that just didn't really do it. No, I mean, that... No. And I wondered, like, I thought, okay, so how does this start? Do you see Taylor Swift at her concerts and you think, you know what? I'm in my mid-40s, but I think I can rock it. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> Like, how does that go? I think that, yeah, I I don't know. Or did you never give up on it? Because you think yeah. she's close enough to our age. Because remember, I mean, I I mean, I mean, wore my share of bodysuits in college. Right, but not you just know. with tights. No, not never. Just, <laughs> let me clarify. Never just with tights. Always with probably some really high-waisted jeans that came up over the bodysuit. For me, the bodysuit was just so effective in that a shirt stayed tucked in. Sure, yeah. You know, that's yeah. really the the goal of the bodysuit. But no, never just with tights, even at 20 years old. Right. So, but but clearly, I mean, I, I don't know that, you know, Gully and I have this thing that we say that at the pool every summer or like when you're at the beach or when you're in places where a lot of women have on swimsuits, mm-hmm. that there are clearly women who have just and I don't suffer from this. They have a lot of body joy, you know, like, and, and listen, good for them. And Gully always says, I would like to go shake their hand and say, good for you. Like good for you that you feel confident enough to put that out there while the rest of us are wearing our cover-ups or whatever. (laughs) But then last summer, Gully told me she was really afraid she was going to be that person. Somebody is going to come up and shake her. (laughs) (laughs) See, cause you've turned a corner. (laughs) You have. Once you get to like your mid to late 30s, I feel like you've turned a corner to where now people say, oh, good for you that you're. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's the, the it's the it's the line between a Taylor Swift and a Mariah Carey. Right. And so a Gigi Hadid and a Mariah Carey. You know, there's certain sure. things you can get away with when you're a 20 year old supermodel that you just you can't really get away with at any other point in your life. Okay, so let me ask you this. If if you were, at this point in your life, a pop superstar. Yes. Oh, sorry. It's Hazel. Why why wouldn't she act the fool when we're on a podcast? Well, she knows. Hey, she's been determined all day that I'm trying to leave, and she has hurted uh, me. I mean, like, <laughs> like she, I'll come sit down at my desk, and she'll get right in front of me. Like, no, you're not leaving. She or, senses that school starts she tomorrow. Really, I think she does. And then, mm-hmm. or I'll go start to walk to the kitchen and she will take off after me. Like she's going to block me out. Like she's. Oh, poor Hazel. I know. God love her. Anyway. Okay. So let's assume that at this point in your life, you are a pop superstar. Yeah. Cause I'm pretty close to that. Well, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. so you're about to go on stage and let's say Luxembourg. You're, yes. you're, you're the European leg of your tour. Okay. Okay. You've come off your private plane. Yes. Um, which, which, by the way, you're an hour late even getting to the arena because nobody, man, your tour manager didn't make note of a time zone change, which I feel uh. like should, <laughs> should probably, I feel like really at, at, 
at really the most basic level, that should be maybe the first thing you look at when you're in a foreign land. Is what's, what are our time zone fluctuations? I would think that would occur to you. It's not just like flying from like Colorado to Texas where you're like, is this central time or right. what are we doing right. here? That's a pretty, I mean, I feel like once you cross an ocean, you know, there's going to be a time difference. So she, so let's say you're coming off your private plane and you're, you're so you're, but you've got to hurry to get on stage. I want to know what you're wearing. I mean, me personally, I would be wearing, I'd be wearing sweatpants. I'd be wearing some form of like sweatpants or workout leggings with like some sort of oversized shirt and tennis shoes would be what I would have on. And if you were to really, like if you were to rush and you think, okay, I'm going to really try to, I'm going to try to really dress up for this. You're going to, you're going to throw on, I'm guessing some tall boots. Yeah, jeans. Jeans. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I meant. What did Mariah have on for this? A A bodysuit. Yeah. (laughs) But what tickles me is that it showed at one point her come off the stage from her concert. I can't, I think it was a, a London show. And she immediately goes back into the makeup chair before she leaves the arena. And she mm-hmm. leaves the arena like in a full length gown. Oh, where you was know, she going? I don't know. But it's just that whole thing. of <laughs> like <laughs> she's got on a full length gown. You know, it's just it's a different. It's a whole different deal in terms of the the day to day, and just mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. So I that, there was a new one is... last night, and I recorded it. I'm telling you that. Okay, well I'm gonna have to check it out because I would think like okay, so when you think of like diva esque stars, mm-hmm. like I would put like J Lo in that category, right? Sure, but. But even J-Lo, I don't know what she wears for leisure now, but she kind of brought us the velour jogging suit, yes, I feel like. Yes. You know, I mean, she kind of she kind of made that whole thing happen. I don't she know that still she still wears the block. Yeah. Yeah. But she was wearing her. I mean, you know, granted, they were all like had a lot of stuff on them and juicy and all that stuff. But but like, I wonder what she wears for. I mean, what does your average celebrity wear for leisure wear? Because I'm betting not a bodysuit. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, and, and Maraca, and like I will say, the bodysuit was her stage. It was what she was. She threw on to go on stage, but it shows her like in some in some quote unquote sort of downtime, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like she's got on some jeans with a belt and a bra and a jacket, but the bra shows. Mm. Okay, I, which I feel like is probably not where most of us would go. No, probably her, not. But, probably not. But she just. But I will say. All the even with all of that though, she is oddly disarming in court in, in in sort of the way that she interacts with the people on her tour. Like the, I think they are really her family. Oh, so okay. She seems like a very sweet, sincere person. It's okay, just that well, she lives in this alternate fashion universe. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, but she huh. seems really sweet. Like she seems like she's a very compassionate and considerate. Mama, and I know that I am watching a reality show that is probably designed to make me feel just that way. But, but yeah. um, I don't know. I don't, it's 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 interesting. The whole thing is really interesting. And also, she does not use the term birthday. She calls it oh. her anniversary. Oh, okay. and um, and all the people on her tour call it her anniversary because she does not necessarily like the idea of getting older. Well, clearly. <laughs> So, so what I'm saying is, give give that a look at some point. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn that on. That may be something because I'm gonna be here for at least apparently five to six days <laughs> with a feverish child, so I'll have plenty of time to check that out. It sounds to me like I think that there are people who go through life, and not all of them are celebrities, but they really are the star of their own life. Yes, 
You know what I mean? And not yes. that we aren't all the stars of our own life, but just they really relish that role. Like mm-hmm. they're, they feel like maybe they're in the spotlight at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were born for drama in the stage. Yes. 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 So, because I think if you're somebody who wants to lounge around in a bodysuit, I mean, it's kind of which came first, the chicken or the egg. That's probably why she is a multimillionaire pop star. Sure. Because something in you says, I'd like to lounge around in bodysuits. Hey, yeah, I got a chaise lounge. I got a fur throw. I got a bodysuit. Like, yeah, I'm going to, I am born, I was born for all this. Whereas people like me, who if you haven't worn makeup in five or six days mm-hmm. and really don't know the last time you washed your hair, not so much born for the stage. Right. There you go. Yeah. I'd be born for behind a computer typing out some words. Born, born to write in an adult onesie. That's me. <laughs> We're all born for different things. Okay. Now, speaking of other things that we've seen, we have both seen La La Land. Oh, my gosh. That makes me wish I was born for the stage. Okay. Let's talk for I don't want to ruin it we for anybody. We cannot ruin it for anybody, but you have got to go see it. I um, can't quit thinking about mm. it. I can't either. I listened to the soundtrack this morning. Like the soundtrack mm-hmm. is magical. Like, it is. I don't know when I have been more captivated by something on the screen. I know. I know. And from the very, and I felt like you gave me a good word going into it. Cause you said you just have to embrace it for the start and know that you're, it's a musical. And so people are going to burst out in song. <laughs> and so like, I was got really buy-in. glad. You've got to buy in from the beginning. And I was glad because it opens with the big musical number. And I was glad that I was in that space where I was ready for all that. You know what I mean? And I laughed because this, uh, so I made Caroline, we had gone to see Moana. And so she wanted to go see Sing. And I said, here's the deal. If I'm going to go see a movie today, it's La La Land. So you can go with me or not go with me. But mama needs a movie. And so she was like, okay, I want to go. And you had told me that it was appropriate for her, you know, that there wasn't anything sketchy in it. Mm -hmm. And there's not. And so, anyway, but I laughed because she is so her father's daughter (laughs) that I'm so lost in all of the moment. And she's whispering to me, it's really not very safe that she's walking down that dark street by herself. Somebody got a headlamp. Somebody got a headlamp. And I got so tickled because I was like, and she did say after she was like, it was cute, but it wasn't. But like, as I've listened to the soundtrack and stuff, she's kind of like, you're kind of obsessed with that movie. But I'm like, it just, it, it just, I don't know. It just captures you. It's just, it's captivating is the best way I know to say it. It was so good. It was so good. And it was so captivating. And it, I think it just, it, I think I told you this it wraps you up in that world. Like you feel mm-hmm. like you have just been enveloped by this world that they live yes. in. And it's the first movie I've been in in forever where like I was conscious of, I really don't want this to end. Like I, mm-hmm. I really don't want it to be over. Cause what I normally do, honestly, in most movies and I don't see a whole lot is I think, okay, I could have made this thing, I could have made it 30, 30 minutes shorter, easy. Yes, yes, yeah. I could have cut out this whole montage in the middle where this nonsense was going on or yeah, whatever. But this one, I was just, I was so, it's so, if nothing else, it's so beautiful to look at. It's such a love mm-hmm. letter to Los Angeles, but the story, I, I, 
Yeah, it was, it's, yeah, it's a must. Well, and I love, I mean, let's be honest, I could look at Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling all day long. Um, I mean, it was they're like, just, it's, yeah, it's a throwback and it's, mm-hmm. um, and it, and you need to see it at the theater. Like if you can, yes. you don't need to wait and try to watch it at home. You need to see that. It's a movie. I'm so glad I saw in the theater with popcorn and the whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big screen movie for sure. It just felt like such a, and I thought it was interesting. Like I was like, it's ironic to me that that came out yes. at a time like right. It's like Debbie Reynolds passed away, and like at a time where the world seems so cynical, yes. you know, and it's an just to have like. Yes, it just it felt like the opposite of it felt like the opposite of 2016. It to me. really did. It's same to me. Like I, I thought when I left and I told you like I could not even David said, did you like it? And I said, I, I loved it. And I was so emotional. I couldn't I said, I don't I can't use words right now to tell you why. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you know what it was? It was chin up American cinema. It was That's chin what that up. Movie was. It really that was. Movie was. That movie is chin up right there. It is. And it was, um, it felt like, uh, like it, I don't know. It just hit me in a place that I, that was good in terms mm-hmm. of I needed, I don't know. I just, I needed it. Yeah, I agree. It just felt, and I'd been wanting something and I didn't even know that I wanted it. And I've, I have a couple of books waiting for me. I have not opened up a book over Christmas, which is so not like me because mm-hmm. normally I'll take Christmas break and I'll read books, but I just haven't been in that mindset. But like that movie to me was what a good book usually is for me. Like yes. just something to get lost in, you know, like I just, I really needed something to get lost in. Thumbs up, La La Land. Thumbs up, La La Land. Well done. But I would love to know, like, I would love to know the behind the scenes and knowing you, you've probably already researched this of like, how did they decide to do that movie? Because it's kind of a bold, it's so different. Like, like for Emma Stone and Ryan, like, did they think, man, we would really like to do a musical, you know, like, or did it just come along? Like, I would love to know how all the inner workings of it took place. Okay, well, Oddly enough, I, you I, do know, don't I, you? Well, <laughs> I, I, I sat down that night and I was like, <laughs> I, I want to know. know. And apparently, mm-hmm. like they wanted the challenge of 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 something where they had to train, like they had to train for that thing. Like okay. even the, the parts that I read about them, um, like, like they had to learn to dance. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm and, sure. Um, and, and see, like I love the fact that because I read something that said. That he, that like, you know, the, the voices weren't that strong or whatever. And I'm like, no, that's the whole thing. It's that's yeah. why, it's one reason why it's so magical. It's because it's, it's on that level, it's not flashy. Like it's, mm-hmm. it feels so real. Yeah. But apparently like, I, you know, I, that guy did, what was the movie he did last year about, or two years ago that, that, that director, I can't think of what it's called. That won oh, the Oscars. Know. I, I don't know. I can't think. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It was his script. Hold on. Whiplash. Whiplash. Thank you, Alex. That's it. Okay. Um, okay. Look at Alex knowing. Well, yeah. I think they heard me down the hall. But, okay. um, but they had to really commit to train and. Yeah, I'm sure. To learn and all that kind of stuff. Which, yeah. And, and Ryan Gosling said, and one thing I read that he had really wanted to do, like on some level, like an old school 40s kind of throwback musical thing. Okay. That was okay. One of the well, things that he had wanted to do. Well done. So, so you answered a question for me, which was, I wondered, had they always known how to sing and dance, and just had never had an opportunity to use those talents in 
the movies they'd done or did they learn for this movie, which I guess they really learned for this movie. Apparently they really, I mean, I've heard Emma Stone sing like on Saturday Night Live and yeah. stuff, but, but apparently they really did learn how to dance because the choreographer said like them learning tap was pretty tough, you know. I'm sure. Yeah. I would think that would be a hard skill to learn. And he had to learn how to play the piano. Oh, which yeah. I thought watching the movie, I was like, well, he must have always been so gifted at that. Mm-hmm. But he had to learn how to play the piano, which you think well. if like if you or I were going to be in a movie, which never. But if we were, uh-huh. and somebody said, you've got to devote four months of your life, like for hours every day to learn mm-hmm. how to play the piano. We'd be like, I'm out. Like, <laughs> Well, speak for yourself. I would put on my bodysuit and I would sit in front of that piano. I get my fur throw and drape it. I would get on my lounge chair and I would study that sheet music. I would work. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, no, nah, I don't know how to play the piano. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> that's, a, that's a line from Tootsie. It is. Yes. Do you remember that when she goes and auditions? No, it's not, that's not the exact one. And she says, good day. And then she, I said, good day, sir. <laughs> well, that'd be me if somebody told me. Although I do know how to play the piano, although it has been years. Same. So anyway, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but nobody's going to ask me to do that in a movie or really anywhere for that matter. Well, that, so that was really, that was a highlight of Christmas for me was that movie. It really mm-hmm. was. I just, I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. So I know I need to find something. I'm going to need to pull up something on the TV to watch because, I mean, other than Mariah, obviously, but I need something because we're, we've got a lot of sitting around because Caroline, we don't go back to school until Thursday this week. Oh, we go back, we go back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we didn't get out till the Wednesday before Christmas. That's right. Y'all had a mm-hmm. late, a late dismissal. Yeah. Now, have you yeah. ever watched Sherlock? You know, that's funny. Caroline has started watching Sherlock on Netflix and um, I have watched it. I watched, but I have not, but I, I quit and I just, cause you know, part of the thing is, is we've got to get a different TV. I, you know, I've talked about, you can only watch Netflix on the TV in the playroom right? on my computer. And so it just got to be where it was a pain, but I would, I would like to watch it because I really did like it, but I'm not current on it. Are you? Yeah, I like it, it's the new season started last night, and we like, we watched it on PBS on Masterpiece Theater, the whole thing. Like, yeah, I okay. love it. Okay. And um, but we waited. David said we waited too late to start it because we DVR'd it and then started it around nine. And about I don't know about nine forty five, he was out. And oh. <laughs> so he said we should have started it at eight if he had, was going to stay up for it. But so he mm-hmm. finished it this morning. But um, I love it. It's just one of my favorites. Now, okay. do, you, do you have an Apple TV? We do have an Apple TV, but that's the whole thing. We have Apple TV in the playroom, okay. but our our TV in the living room is old enough that it doesn't have. So, like, it's only got one hookup. That's that, right. That, okay. Our, I can't remember. You know, yeah. I yeah. We've remember. had this whole, but we're in the market. We've said we've been saying after the first of the year we were going to go get a smart TV. Um, for the living room because we've kind of been, we've needed one in there for a long time. And then I want to, this is so boring. And then I want to move the TV from our living room into our bedroom. Gotcha. Well, you know, so. I have a, a TV on my, I've always had a TV since I can't even remember when a TV in our kitchen. Cause I love mm-hmm. to have the TV on when I'm cooking mm-hmm. and um, especially on the weekends or a football game or whatever. 
and said when we were had all the kitchen stuff going on, there was an outlet that I wanted to move. And um, anyway, long story short, I have a new television in the kitchen. It's a little bit oh, bigger. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, Alex, in quotation marks, gave it to me for Christmas. Which, nice. Because, you know, David and I did not give each other presents. But yes. he is always up, as you know, for a TV purchase. Yeah. And so, um, but it's it, it has, um, like, you can watch Netflix and all that right from the television. Yes, that's what I want to get. Which is delightful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I want to get. And Target's got really good prices on their televisions right now. So, um, but we've just been too, we've been, we've been sick and, you know, we've been infirm. So we have not been able to make that purchase. But I, that's one of my things after. And plus, we had to wait for the kitchen to get finished because that's a whole other thing. Well, um, and we'll come back to kitchens in just a yeah. second. But I, mm-hmm. um, so I've got Sherlock. I also, you know, I want to watch The Crown. I haven't done that. That may be my gift to myself today. And then that Amazon series, I'm really curious about. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's, I think it started its second season. Um, hold on, I'm going to look because I can't remember the name of it. Um, it is called The Man in the High Castle. Oh, I have heard of that, but I don't know anything about it. So I, I just keep reading that it's really good. What's going on there? What you got going I'm on? Sorry, I'm plugging in my computer. It was for whatever reason. The plug. I didn't know. See, I thought I was being so quiet. Okay, <laughs> just stealth-like. Um. Uh, okay, so that. So I'm intrigued by that because I've heard about that, but I have. I don't know anything about it. Well, I, all I know is that it is. Um, it's. I think it's if the U.S. had lost World War II, like mm. what it would be like here. Oh, interesting. Which I feel like is kind of right up your alley. That is right. See, you just peaked anything. You know, anything World War II. I, alert, alert. That's my, I love that. Um, even though I had to remember that if you read a book about World War II, it's going to be depressing. Well, sure. Hold on. Let me read. Let me, let me read the whole thing to you. Okay. Let me see what it says. Um Where's the description? Oh, it won it won two Emmys. I didn't know oh. that. Okay, I'm googling because okay. I had to do this last night. Okay, it's um, it takes a look at what the world might look like had the outcome of World War II turned out differently. Mm. In this dystopian scenario, the Axis powers won the war, leading to, leading to the United States being divided into three parts. Oh, interesting. Now, what's it called? Say it again. The Man in the High Castle. The Man in the High Castle. Okay. All right. I'm going to add that to my list. Um, you know, the other show that I feel like I've had so many people tell me that I need to watch is, uh, oh, what's it called? Is it Broadchurch? Yes. I feel like I've had people who have recommended that to me, too. And Poldark. That, that yes. Too. Yes. I feel like both of those people... Um, recommend to me and then I was going to start broad church the other night because I was bored but then I like looked it up and I was like oh it starts as like a crime thriller which I know people say it's really you've got to let that part of but I was like meh that doesn't really <laughs> what if it were a crime thriller and set in world war ii about a dog well then I would for sure watch it uh-huh. or if it were a crime thriller where Kate Middleton and <laughs> Prince William go around solving crimes Listen. I would watch that yeah Listen, the whole Prince Harry, Meghan Markle thing, I, uh, uh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. You talk about something I could get piled up yes, in. Yes, I, I mean, if I just uh, had one inside source on that, I would, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, that would give I purpose know. to my days. I know. I just wonder, like, 
will they let him marry her? Mm-hmm. Will he marry her? Will he settle down? Well, you know, the queen is apparently not doing well. Really? Have you not? Well, she missed Christmas. At I, remember the, I remember I saw that. that well, yeah. she helicoptered, but then they said yesterday that she wasn't well enough to do her normal New Year's Day festivities. Oh. I know, which makes me really sad. So, but she is 90, but she's apparently not. She's been really sick. But you also think at that age, if you get a cold, it's going to take you longer than usual to get over it. So hopefully she just has a little touch of the the flu and she'll be fine but um but you know then you wonder how all that's going to play out with prince charles prince william well hey and i appreciate that that uh that two people one from texas and one in alabama are now essentially your source for all your news on the royals well yeah i mean it's like we're better than people magazine i mean just but i because i watched i did a whole retrospective on uh megan markle's fashion choices of the past like 10 years you did yeah, that was on uh, the Fug Girls did it. They did like oh. Meghan Markle. They talked about like her outfits because they were talking about how she, because she's already been in the public eye, she knows how to present herself and kind of knows how to play that game, which a lot of girls that come into that scenario don't know how to do when they go from being very private figures to very public figures. But she's already been a public figure. Somebody needs to write a book about it right now. I know. It would be the best book ever. It would be the best book. Hey, I watched something. I watched a video with her or something because I was, I just was immediately fascinated with her and mm-hmm. I wanted to know how she talked. Like, I, you know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. how's that, how's her accent going to play in with all of them and all that. But, yes. um, but she seems like she's super smart, like just really intelligent and thoughtful. And I don't know. I'm so intrigued by them. Yeah. I think she, it's funny because it, I think it's interesting because, you know, they met at the Invictus Games. And so, because that was a charity. (laughs) So tickled. Tell us us more. Tell us us more. Not that I've spent any time reading about this when maybe I should be writing something. But they met at the Invictus Games. And so, but that was already something she was involved in, not to get close to, but something about her clearly intrigued Prince Harry. And I would think he would be somebody, it would be hard to catch his eye. Yes. You know, because I would think you would have women throwing themselves at him because he's, I mean, he is good looking. So um, anyway, and a prince, he is good looking and also a prince. (laughs) And also a prince. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. That made me so happy. (laughs) They met at the Invictus Games. Well, they did. I think I read something that Vanity Fair wrote about her, like about her, like they talked about her as an actress, like what she'd been in, where she came from, kind of her background. Mm -hmm. She's got that website. She's got like Mm -hmm. the the lifestyle lifestyle website. Yes. So anyway, I'm very intrigued by her. Well, as am I. So I hope all goes well for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, because I but, think they're well, probably real worried about what we think about this whole thing. Probably. But I just, I feel like 2017, could we could use a good royal romance. Oh, could we ever? I mean, it would be a good year for, what if it was a year of all the good things? Yes. Like a royal romance. What else could happen this year? Um, I don't know. But I just, Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl. How about that? That would be a good one. Um, yeah, I, feel like, I don't know. I feel like Dak, like I really do. And again, I realize I don't know him. Like I'm just, mm-hmm. a, I'm just a Mississippi State person who feels connected to him. But I feel like, I don't know. 
I'm just really, I'm really curious about what's going to happen with him this next year in terms of contract and public eye. And I don't know. I know. I feel like I it's know. A, it's a bit, he's a big deal. You talk about your life changing on a dime, you know? I mean, that's really like, I mean, he was a, what, fourth round draft pick? Mm-hmm. So not bad, but not still. Bad, but to to be where he is, like to, possible rookie of the year. I mean, that's, it, yeah, it's just incredible. So I don't know. But you take ownership of your, because I got real tickled at myself because I noticed Johnny Manziel, I felt hopeful for him because he posted a picture with his family Aww. at Christmas and was like, this is what's most important to me. And I was like, oh, good. Maybe he's whatever. And then like two days later, he was like at the Versace mansion in South Beach, Miami. <laughs> I thought, well... That probably, probably isn't the best. I'm just, I don't want to assume, but I'm just going to say I'm probably not the best influences at the Versace mansion in South Beach. I don't, maybe, but I, right. it, it felt like maybe, maybe being with his family was probably the better choice. But we hope big things for him. Good things for I him. I would love to see him turn it around, but uh, you know, you got to, everybody's got to, you got to want it for yourself. So do you, so what, what's your kitchen update? What you got, what you got going um, on? You're completely finished, huh? We're completely finished except for they're coming back that, I guess not this week, but next week, because I've got lights that are coming in, just like two pendant lights that they have to put in and they're putting in like a vent to, um, for like a, you know, a draft vent for my cook top. Mm -hmm. Um, and then other than that, it is totally finished. Like it's totally functional. I have cooked many a meal in it now. I just, I love it. I love, and you know what I love? I love so much about, I love how pretty it is. I love how wide it is. I love how much bigger it makes that space look, but more than anything, I'm so pleased with how well organized I am in mm. this. Like I'm, I'm living my best life right That's now. Right. That's I right. I know where I knew where bone broth now, granted it was expired, but I knew where it was. <laughs> She put your finger right on that bone broth. You knew right where knew it was. It. Okay, yeah. now you said they're doing a draft for your cooktop. You used to not have a draft with your cooktop. No, I've never had a draft on my cooktop, but we're doing like a, so we couldn't decide what to do because I've heard that those down drafts don't really, well, first of all, they're expensive and yeah. I've heard they don't really work that well. So what we've decided to do is we're just going to do like a vent uh, like the kind like you have in your bathroom where it's just a flat mm -hmm, vent mm -hmm. up in the ceiling that we can turn on and it'll suck the the smell out of the kitchen. So right. we're just going to do that and paint it white and hopefully it'll just kind of blend it in will. there. It will. I think you'll love having one. I really do. You know, that was our kind of our big hiccup with if we're going to change our cooktop or not was because we do have a downdraft because um, everybody apparently in this part of Birmingham in the 70s was putting their cooktop on an island or a peninsula oh, or something. Okay. Yes, yes. There's a lot of us who have them and um, but it's hard to find anyway. Um, mm -hmm. But so we, I have a downdraft that's in the center of my cooktop, but I do use it a lot. I really do. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you, I mean, it's kind of one of those that for a long time we were like, oh, it'll be fine. And most of the time it is. But when you cook something like peri fried, like deer steaks the other night and like it, the smells in the house for like two right. days, if you can't open the window, you know, it's just hard to get that smell out. So it'll be when we cook stuff that's like that fried fish and all that, it's just hard to get that. I have to light a lot of candles right. and open up a window. So it'll be nice to have it. But I had looked into because there is we have a friend of ours that sells appliances and that's who I had bought that's who we bought our new ovens or not our new ovens our new dishwasher from and so I asked him I was like hey tell me about downdraft and he was like well to get a really good one he said you're looking at he said Jen Air is who makes the best one he mm -hmm. said and they start at like $2,700 and I yes, was like well 
no, ma'am, I'm not going to do that right now. Um, because I, if I had, if we had to get one and, but I'm like, I have a cooktop that works. So it, we're just going to do this and see, hopefully it'll work. Well, we, you know, we had a generator when we moved in here. It was what was original to the house and it was a downdraft. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell you that thing worked like a charm. It did? Okay. Yeah, it was good. But, you know, we did not get a generator when we replaced it. And so, but it's still like, I, I think it does what we need it to do. It's fine. But it's a, it's, That's a good. it's a tricky thing to try to figure out the downdraft yes. stuff. Yes. So anyway, so we're, so that's, but other than that, we're totally done. And then yours is gorgeous. You sent me the picture. So are you happy with it? All I said really and done? Am. Yeah, I okay. really am. And I feel like, um, I'm it looks you, really pretty. When we put the doors up, that was, you know, cause I lived without doors for a little while. Mm-hmm. And, um, putting the doors up was really good. We still have some painting stuff like under the cabinets. Cause we had these, um, these fluorescent lights that were mounted under our cabinets and the when the mm-hmm. electrician was here he took them all out because i had um because i'd ordered under cabinet lighting and they installed it but there are holes back in the, like in the oh, back gotcha. underneath the, where the those were hardwired in and mm-hmm. there are no wires or anything there now but those holes need to be caulked up and then painted and um so there are you know a couple of little things that will touch up things that need to be done but for the most part it is, it is done, and I'm so happy we did it. I thought um, this morning, like, I am i don't know. It just makes it, it, it's just nice to walk into every morning. Mm-hmm. And it's nice mm-hmm. to come home to when we're gone, and I can't Well, I'm sure it brightens that space up, too, to have that white in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it looks a lot brighter. It does, and I love my countertops a lot. And, um, it, you know, I don't know. It was a, it was a all things considered, it was a good experience, and I'm, okay. I'm really glad we did it. Okay. Yeah, that's how I feel like. Now that mine's done, it was funny, because, like, once they were gone on December 23rd at noon, I was sure. like, this was totally worth it. Like, um, it was worth the headache. But, I mean, they still need to come. And now the good thing is, is when they come back and do the other little stuff that still needs to be done, I don't care, because we're not up against any kind of a deadline. You know, right. it's not like yeah. I... Christmas kept feeling like I want it done for Christmas and I'll never be without appliances again, which was the hardest part of the whole thing. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's totally worth it. So now I'm just looking into, I need some, I need some things to hang in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need some pictures cause I'd had this chalkboard that I'd had forever, but I got rid of that. And so I'm kind of weighing my options of what kind of art I might want to hang in there. Um, well, you know, all, all our, everything we did was like a refacing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't, we didn't move anything or, or change the structure of anything. So, but I have tried to, like, I took a lot of stuff off my countertops. I feel like I just want everything real clean right now. Just mm-hmm. Well, you ended up with the coffee bar. And I ended up with a coffee bar. How about, mm-hmm. that's some irony. And that is. Know, that that cabinet that's, that, that is over there, that's above the, the desk where I put all the coffee stuff. Um, there's this little shelf on there. Anyway, yesterday, uh, day before yesterday, I went to Home Goods, or maybe I can't remember. Maybe it was three days ago. I don't know. But I found a sign and it says coffee, and it's oh, um, and it's kind of a gray blue and kind of a it has a little bit of a really light orange in there, which you know is kind of all over my house. And um, yes, and it was the perfect size, and I just stuck it right back up there. Well, a look at sign. that. Look at who ended up with the coffee bar. Well, my, I'm so glad you. I can live vicariously through you. When I come visit you, I can use your coffee bar and think of what could have been. I'm going to tell you what. It has changed everything. that Because I used to always, I felt like, you know, I would 
if I was at the stove and somebody was trying to make a cup of coffee, they were always uh-huh. right behind me. Uh-huh. And so Christmas when we had family here and it just, it diverted all that traffic around to another part of the kitchen. And it was like, well, and there was already a cabinet there for me to put all the mugs and stuff in. And it was like, well, this is. It was meant to be. This is delightful. Yeah. I don't it was know why meant it to took be. me so long to figure that out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. Well, sometimes you just have to rethink things, you know, like that's like this time I've put like, I don't have my KitchenAid sitting on the counter and I'd always had my KitchenAid because I didn't really have a good place to put it under the counter and I use it frequently enough. And so when our cabinet guy was like, hey, I can make this little pullout thing and you can put your KitchenAid in there. And like just that frees up, like not having that. And, the, and we had our microwave on our counter. So having those two things, I'm like, I've got all the countertop space in the world. Delightful. It's very freeing. So I know, I know, and I feel like I'm sure you're like this too right now. Like, I like, I, like, I just, I can't wipe it. Like, I can't wipe those countertops enough. Mm-hmm, like, I just mm-hmm. everything, just every, I just want everything just so all the time. Yes, yes, it's got to be very clean. It's got mm-hmm. to be. I mean, that's it makes you. That's the whole problem is like because now I need new dish towels. You know, like I need because sure. I've got new salt and pepper shakers. I've got a new sugar bowl, but now I've got new canisters. But now I need. I feel like it needs new dish towels. Well, so. yeah. One of the things that happened with me was in just cleaning out before you know the, we took the doors off and all that kind of stuff. And then moving the coffee mugs, I have always kept like my flour and my sugar and all that kind of stuff in our laundry room, in the, our little pantry mm. area. But I moved it into my cabinets. That's been a game changer. Just isn't that funny? Like little mm-hmm. little weird things like that. Like, yep. oh, let me get my sugar for you. It's right here. Yeah, uh, well, that mm-hmm. I did same, and that's mm-hmm. when I open it up, like because I bake so much over Christmas, and I was like, well, this why didn't I twenty years ago? <laughs> Get a canister for my brown sugar. This is so much better than twist tying that bag and t- clipping it with a chip clip, chip clip or whatever. You know, yes. like why did I not or like open it up at that? Because you know those little bags and then powdered sugar and then it leaks out. And I'm like, well, this, you know what? For fifteen dollars at Bed Bath and Beyond, <laughs> I could have made all my kitchen <laughs> dreams come true. Yes, dreams I did not even know I had. Didn't even know I had, but it's mm-hmm. made life so much easier. So. Um, um, and now at a glance, I can open that up and go, oh, we're going to need more sugar next time I'm at the store. Yes. So it's it's a game changer. Hey, this is part this is part of our, our all happy things in 2017. That's exactly right. Canisters. Canisters for everyone. <laughs> Canisters for everyone. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else? Any any goals that you can that you've thought of or or anything oh. like that? No, I don't really really have any goals. This is pretty much wear more body suits. No different. That's right. Wear more body Mm -hmm. suits. No, I feel like well, you know, and you're same. I mean, I've really got three big projects Mm -hmm. that to that are going to round out this year. So, I mean, my goal is to do the best I can do with those three projects and then take a long nap after those are over. I mean, that's really, I feel like that's where I am right now. Like that's kind of consuming all my mental energy. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I've got, I mean, I'm about to, I've got some edits ahead of me that should be Mm -hmm. coming my way sometime soon. And then I've got another little project I've got, to do and then hopefully at some point I'm going to have an idea for another book um yeah because that'll be this year that I'll get started on that I think so um so yeah there's that and then um Mm -hmm. just work I'm gonna tell you like I 
you know, like I feel like I ho- kind of hobbled into Christmas holidays. I was so tired and yes. Um, and so just being at home for two and a half weeks, like I feel like a normal person now. And I, mm-hmm. I would like to hold on to a little bit of that. I have a real busy travel situation in January, February, 1st of March. And so, um, so I just, you know, I want to, I want to handle that as well as I can. And, um, I don't know. I feel like I was not a great friend last year, just in general. I want to be better about that. So I thought you were a good friend. Well, thanks. That's sweet of you to say, but you're not going to tell me if I was a bad one. (laughs) (laughs) I've been choosing this podcast. I'm so glad that we're on this podcast right now because what I've wanted to say is you were not a good friend. (laughs) That's right. That's a great time to I'd like to air this grievance publicly. Yes. But I really like I was I was I was not myself, I feel like in terms of Yes. Well you didn't get together really that I can think of. Like you always get together and do like a weekend with your college girlfriend. You know, like I don't think you really did that last year, like which is not like you. No. Uh uh. Like I just I was not myself in terms of Uh my friendship. So I I would like to try to recapture that a little bit. I just it was, you know, I don't know. Just, I was not, I was just not myself with all that. Uh-huh. So, um, well, you had think, a hard year. I know. And I think, you know, in different situations, I always think there's something that, that, that's going to kind of bear the brunt of uh-huh. whatever's going on that's difficult or, you know, there's usually one area, one area of your life that tends to bear the brunt of that thing the most. And I feel like for me, the thing that bore the brunt the most really the last six months of really all of last year, honestly, were friendships. Like it was just, it was one of those times where I just, I don't know, mental energy wise, I was not, I was not so great. So I would Mm -hmm. like to be better at that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it gets hard and I think it's interesting how different things, because I thought it was funny because, um, like with Jamie still coming for New Year's, even when I was like, you know, Perry's been sick and blah, blah, blah. But I think just because of losing Jen this year, I think we were all like, no, we all want to be, this is how we want to bring in the new year. Like yes, we all ma'am. needed to kind of be together in that, you know, and just, and we were, we talked about her some and just, I don't know, it's it, it different, uh, different things in your life make you have different responses is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know, whereas I think losing your mom and, and all of that, I think can make you maybe turn more inward just because I don't know it's a different it's a different loss you know yeah and I think too I mean I think I did I, I feel fortunate <clears throat> in that I have friends that I feel really I feel safe with and feel I don't know like I felt like that was one that was one thing I did not feel like I still needed to manage maybe I yes don't yeah that they were going to love you and be there and nobody mm-hmm. was going to be like well god Sophie mm-hmm. yeah so but still I don't like living yeah. like that so I know, I know. And it's good to have that time because it makes you, because that's, I just thought that when we were all together New Year's Eve, is I thought there's just something about laughing and telling stories and just people who have known you forever. That's just, that's right. it's, it, it's, it's life giving to be with them and to just, I don't know, just have those times because mm-hmm. right. life can, life can be hard. Life can be hard. So life can be hard. Life can be hard. But there, we're glad that there are things like La La Land that make it better. That's right. And Mariah and Jesus. Carey. And also Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I said Mariah Carey at the same time you said Jesus. That <laughs> makes me feel real good about myself. I'm going to go work on my book now. I'm going to go work on my devotional now that I am for frightening. That's right. I'm going to go get started on that. That's right. Give Thank you, a you Jesus, for Mariah Carey. That's right. Yes. Hey, uh, 
You I set the stars you. a little above us in their bodysuits. Thank <laughs> you for that. I'm going to tell you, I don't think you're far. You get a little <laughs> bit farther into that, and that, like a Mariah Carey story, is going to feel like gold. It's going to feel like, oh, thank you, Lord, for the gift of a Mariah Carey story. It is something I can write about. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm just shy of doing from the dawn of time. <laughs> man has studied the time. Holy Scriptures. That's right. Yes. In search of a word or inspiration from our Lord. Yes. From the beginning oh, of gosh. the ages. Yes. All right. All right. Well, well, everybody, have a happy new year. Happy new year, everybody. I hope everybody has a great 2017. I hope we look back at this time next year and go, man, that was an awesome year. Yeah, that, that podcast, that was be- that was the beginning of a whole lot of That awesome. was really the beginning. Kadoos to you, 2017. <laughs> That's right. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to claim it here right from the get-go. Kadoos yep. to you. Kadoos to you. Happy 2017. All righty. We'll talk to you all right. later. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hey, oh, and oh, uh, there we sorry. go. <laughs> it's, it's a magical time. <laughs> oh, okay. okay I turned my ringer off. Yes, I'm ready. In real yes. Life, in, in, I, I was changing into a new bodysuit. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be so loud. <laughs> I, okay, Spikes. now I'm done. Yeah, I was putting on my spanks. That's right. Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.